Doug's Dime. Ten minutes of your time, Doug's Dime. A real podcast find. Just a couple nickels even. If you're in a pickle, Doug Lear is really swell and he'll let you ring the bell. I'm not alone pulling for Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz with the Indianapolis Colts when they beat the San Francisco 49ers last weekend, um, it was just a stamp for North Dakota, a stamp for NDSU, a stamp for Carson Wentz, a black eye on the Philadelphia Eagles and the and the the, the city of Philadelphia, which essentially, which essentially ran him out. Um, you know, in, in no uncertain terms, he left he left the Colts and he he left the Colts without himself personally, verbally uh, responding to a lot of the critics. And Sunday when he beat the San Francisco 49ers in that rainstorm with two touchdown passes, one touchdown running, he has one interception on the year. Now, the the Titans are going to be a, a salty match. This is going to be a great game. But what, what, what Carson Wentz has done this year now 11 touchdown passes, one interception, and the Colts have won three out of four games. While I keep an ear open for Philadelphia Eagles and Jalen Hurts. And the Philadelphia Eagles essentially said, you know what, in the short term and in the long term, Jalen Hurts is a better option for Philadelphia than Carson Wentz. And it, and it, and it hurt just a little bit because Philadelphia had put so much on Carson Wentz and the the offensive line was hurt they didn't give him the weapons that he needed and when he went to Indianapolis there was a, a groundswell of Philadelphia basically packing his bags for him and you, you can look at the statistics of Jalen Hurts who replaced Carson Wentz but you'll you'll see within that uh, a lot of people referring to it as garbage garbage numbers where after the game is out of hand then Jalen Hurts is putting up some better numbers the the Eagles are not as good of a football team with Jalen Hurts than they would be with Carson Wentz he's proven it over the course of time when he's not injured when he has weapons when he has the the offensive line and the coaching staff the Frank Reichs that all come together like who wouldn't be um, you can you can go back over in history and find the wrong guy on the wrong team in the wrong system, and 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 it's not hard to do. So I'm continuing to uh, to smile a little bit broader, a little bit wider with what Carson Wentz continues to do for the Indianapolis Colts, and while the Philadelphia Eagles continue to struggle, I'm pulling for the Atlanta Braves. They won only 88 games this year. 15 more than the Minnesota Twins. I pull for the underdog. And I, I really, when you look at 15 games in a 162-game season, um, you know, talking about you know garbage time numbers, look what Miggy Sano did in the second half of the year. What if he'd have done that in the first half of the year? What if uh, Matt Shoemaker would have been not even part of this team? Uh, what if, you know, there would have been a, a less injured Byron Buxton? You know, I know the ifs and buts, but... When there's 15 games between the Atlanta Braves and the Minnesota Twins, maybe the Braves got lucky in a few games. Maybe the Twins got unlucky in a few games. It tells you that this Minnesota Twins team is, that, is not that far from being a playoff contender. And did I just say that? A World Series team? Could be. We'll find out. 